This is 7 News with Ann Sanders. Good morning. Sydney has officially entered triple-digit COVID numbers as contact tracers race to help stamp out Delta's rapid spread. 112 new cases have been recorded overnight, the largest spike of this outbreak. Once again, the State Premier has pleaded for people to adhere to stay-at-home orders. Let's go live to Amber Laidler in Sydney Southwest. Good morning, Amber. The Premier this morning warned we're in an absolutely critical phase. 84 of these new cases were from that region. Good morning, and yes, we heard this morning that Fairfield LGA is really the area of concern at the moment and where we are seeing the most cases and the most exposure sites. She's also highlighted the Canterbury, Bankstown and Liverpool LGAs as areas of concern. If we have a look at the numbers today, as you say, 112 new cases, 84 of those are from southwestern Sydney, 16 are from southeastern Sydney, 7 are in western Sydney and 5 are in the Nepean Blue Mountains. 64 of those were linked. They were mostly household and close contacts and close friends. The, uh, concerningly, 34 of these cases were infectious in the community. This is the number that the Premier has said we need to get as close to zero before we can even start having conversations about this lockdown coming to an end. She's described this time as being an absolutely critical phase of getting on top of this virus and our only defence is for people to stay at home. If you're a key worker or you work uh, in multiple sites and you're from the Fairfield local government area, we would prefer you stayed at home. Please also do not go to your medical centre, a pharmacist or a GP if you have symptoms. 46,000 tests were conducted in the 24 hours to 8pm. The Premier and Dr Kerry Chart both saying it's a great number but they need to see it higher and they're really calling for people in those three LGAs of concern to come forward for testing even if they only have very mild symptoms, Anne. And Amber, the state government is targeting Sydney's southwest in the vaccine rollout. Yes, and we've heard this morning that a new vaccination hub will open in Fairfield this Friday. Teachers and aged care workers who live and work in the areas of Fairfield, Canterbury-Bankstown and Liverpool will be given priority. Three new other max vaccination hubs are set to open in the coming weeks in Belmont, in the CBD and in Macquarie Fields. Another in Wollongong will open in August, will open by the end of August, Anne. Amber Layla with the very latest from New South Wales. Thank you, Amber. Businesses crippled by the Sydney lockdown will receive much-needed financial support after the federal government agreed to step in. Let's go live to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Rob, good morning to you. Exact details are still to be finalised. Yeah, that's right, Anne. But an announcement on uh, exactly how that rescue package will work and who will be eligible. Uh, an announcement is expected on that later today. Uh, the Commonwealth agreeing to help after crisis talks between Scott Morrison and Gladys Berejiklian yesterday. Businesses are crying out for financial assistance and those cries are only expected to intensify uh, if the current lockdown is extended, which is looking likely as the cluster continues growing at a frightening pace. Any assistance from the federal government or from the New South Wales government for businesses and for livelihoods for people who are work, you know, previously working casually or on contracts can't come soon enough.
The rescue package comes as a new advertising campaign encouraging people to arm themselves and get vaccinated hit screens yesterday. At the same time, a very graphic ad began running in Sydney showing a woman struggling to breathe. But there's criticism. The actor appears to be under 40 and people of that age are limited to the AstraZeneca vaccine, uh, which many are reluctant to get. Its intent, though, is to shock people into obeying the rules and staying at home during the lockdown. To be quite frank, I'm not a great fan of those. Um, I, I believe that uh, you know you got to give people information, uh, not not scare them witless. There are young people out there who want to get vaccinated, who can't, who weren't ever going to flaunt restrictions, and that'll just make them all scared. Health authorities are just hoping that the shock value works and people follow the rules and stay at home. And Rob Scott with the very latest from Canberra. Thank you, Rob. Victoria has had a fresh COVID scare this morning. Blake Johnson joins us live. Blake, good morning to you. What's happened there? And a removalist from Greater Sydney has travelled to Victoria last Thursday, July 8, worked with a few households, has then driven to South Australia, returning to New South Wales, and has tested positive yesterday. As a result, we expect several exposure sites to be listed in Victoria shortly, and at least some of those families that he worked with here to be forced into isolation. This is unfortunately the third time this Sydney outbreak has come into Victoria. We saw a man from here go to a party in Sydney, get infected, come home, and the Virgin flight attendant a few weeks ago. Overnight, the border to New South Wales uh, closed from the Victorian side of things. It's being enforced on the road with border checks. And here at the airport, passengers are being greeted by health department and uh, police as they get off the plane. Just uh, five flights from Sydney today. Not many at all. So many have been cancelled. Victoria processed 19,000 tests yesterday and we have just made it to 12 days without a local COVID case. Anne? Blake Johnson live in Melbourne. Thank you, Blake. Queensland hasn't yet closed its borders to New South Wales, but the Premier says she's monitoring the situation closely. We've just had extensive discussions this morning and we'll be having those extensive discussions each and every day. Queensland recorded zero local cases today, marking no community transmission since July 5. Restrictions will roll back from Friday morning, including masks only required at the airport and 100 people allowed in a home. Sydney's COVID outbreak has forced the relocation of all New South Wales and ACT-based NRL teams to southeast Queensland. Clubs are in the process of moving players north for at least the next four weeks, but that could extend for the remainder of the season. It's a monstrous logistical exercise. So 12 teams um, uh, in three days uh, into three locations. We're going to have to create 12 high performance centres. We're going to have to think about training and facilities. Up to 41 players and staff from each club will head to Queensland on charter flights by Wednesday.